Hey y'all, it's your girl Mia and Whitney. Welcome to the Black Coffee and Tea Podcast, where you get your weekly dose of top stories, girl talk, and everything in between. This is where you come when you need your coffee, but want that tea. So get ready. Next episode starts now. Hey y'all. <laughs> What is up? <laughs> What's going on? Girl, um, Jim Bob is... I can't with Jim Bob already. <laughs> like the name, I can't. So he is, um, he's special to me. He's a good cuddle buddy. I do have a man for those that are wondering. However... Um, so our podcast listeners who cannot see right now, Mia is sitting next to a giant huge, teddy bear. Huge bear. Jim Bob. Jim Bob is the name. I'm <laughs> not understanding how that name came about. He looks um, like a Jim Bob. He's a, he looks like golden honey, uh, honey graham, the honey graham uh, character. He does. He does. <laughs> He's super loyal. But can you can you tell me can you tell all of us where the name Jim and Bob came from? So, kind of like you, how you how you uh, you know feel and um, can you know elevate to different uh, energies and sense energies and frequencies. Everyone can do that. <laughs> when I when I saw him in Costco, um, I was like, oh my god. I've got to get this bear. And when I put him in the car, my fiance was like, okay, what are you going to name him? I was like, Jim Bob. I mean, it was just a feeling. It was a look he gave me. It was just an energy. And he was Jim Bob. So that has to be the most back hill redneck <laughs> name. <laughs> just bringing slave master in my ears. What well, I mean, name him you know <laughs> Rodale you know what I'm saying <laughs> or Jayquan <laughs> like I mean he didn't look like a Michael he didn't look like a Tayshawn um not a Tayshawn you know Jim Bob was just appropriate so welcome to the family Jim Bob we are elated elated to have you Did I welcome say to the family Jim <laughs> Bob family. Family's about to be expanded. I, I got your save the date in the mail. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You and your fiance. I can't wait to be there. Um, as a guest. God. <laughs> and not a bridesmaid. Yes. <laughs> Anymore. <No>. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm a guest. But either way, I'll be there. <laughs> Even if I had to live stream, I'd be there live stream. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you. Mm. So how is your week going? Fabulous. <laughs> you know what I've learned is that uh, I received, so you know, last weekend I had went to, and I'm struggling with trying to even put this on air right now, but it is something that's really real and is a part of me. I went to my best friend's um, baby shower last weekend. I flew to Houston. She had her babies prematurely. She had, she was going to have twins 
um, and she wasn't due until Tuesday, or I'm sorry, Tuesday, Lord Jesus, she wasn't due until February, March, um, but she ended up having her babies the day before Thanksgiving, so um, there were twin girls, beautiful, um, super, super small, those most tiniest little creatures I've ever seen ever in life, and we um, went ahead, went through with the baby shower, because this was already pre-planned, people had bought tickets, all of that, um, checked in with her yesterday. So this was this past weekend, left Sunday. Um, yesterday was Tuesday. I checked in with her just to see how her and the girls were doing. And she, um, informed me that one had passed. Oh man. And it's very emotional. Like I, <clears throat> is that what you had expected or when, when, cause you originally had said that they wasn't looking good, but they were both alive. Right. Yeah, they, um, they had a fighting chance. So it was like a 50% chance, which is pretty mm -hmm. high. You know, it's pretty high. It doesn't seem like it's mm -hmm. high, but if you're dealing with preemies, you know, um, you know, a lot of times you're dealing with like 30%, you know, 20% range. So 50% is fight what I would consider. A and it, fight. Was, it was dangerous for her to keep carrying or it was she like, couldn't, she couldn't even, she couldn't, if she wanted to, like those babies were it was there, an emergency type of situation. It yeah. was, it was, she didn't even have a chance to really have, she didn't have options. And, um, yeah. so originally it was kind of like, Ooh, like, okay, this could go probably, you know, any kind of way, but you know, you just really don't think about things. I'm just, and me being the person that I am, I'm like trying to be strong for her. I'm like, they're not, they're going to be fine. Like I have a really good feeling about this. Like they're in the best place possible. Like it's the best hospital in Houston. Like they're going to be fine. Um, long story short, Friday when I flew in, she was only able to hold one baby prior to me getting there. And it was the one that was a little bit bigger than the other one. And so she hadn't gotten a chance to hold the other baby. And so Friday when I flew in, she was able to hold that baby that weighed a little bit less and was kind of, you know, the more struggling one. And she had been doing so well. And, um, they were saying, you know, if they continue to go this route, they won't have to even be on IVs. Like they're doing so well. And so she got to actually hold the babies, both babies. It just, and then for me to hear that they, a baby got pneumonia some kind of way. I don't know. She, I mean, I haven't talked to my friend. The only thing I, um, I called her. When did this happen? Um, so she notified me yesterday that, that, you know, one didn't make it. So I don't know if this happened Monday or Tuesday, mm. but literally she barely could talk. Once I got the text message, oh. I, I called her That's so and, devastating. and she couldn't even like talk. And I was like, how are you? I was like, oh my God, this is not, that's not even the right question. I said, forget it. I said, forget about that. I said, I love you. When you're ready to talk to me, call me. Like when you're ready to talk, I'm here. And she just like, like, that's it. So, of course, I was a nervous wreck, bawling last night, because it was just real. You know, it's like, I'm not trying to downplay those um, that have miscarriages in the belly and things like that. But it's like, you know, it's one thing when you've never met someone. And then it was like, it was really real when they actually were here. And you get to see them, you get to touch them, you get to see their progress. They're making strides. They're, you know, and then to get that news, I think that's what was so devastating because they were making progress. And although one is still here, yes, it's just a lot. So to kind of wrap this whole thing up, because I know I've been long-winded. 
No, that's devastating, man. Oh, God. It's just been, it's been crazy. And I'm just like, you know what? Life is such a gift. Life is a gift. Um, yeah. And I just think that a lot of times, you know, you, you, you hear it all the time from people where we take um, things for granted, the simple things, you know, healthy babies, um, you know, having a home or roof over our head, having clean water, having like just life in general. It's just like, you really do have to find joy in each and everything. If you still have, if you're still living on this earth, mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Make the best of your situation. Cause you never, you never know what people are going through. Yeah. So, and this is going to live with her forever. Like, oh yeah. That's her child. That's yeah. so sad. I couldn't imagine like, I'm sure she was excited about having twins. I've always wanted twins. Like I would be devastated if I, if they, you know, couldn't make it through. So prayers go out to your friend, everyone listening. Thank you. Send your love as well. Thank you. Thank you. We love you guys. Um, Let's get into this Cardi business. I can't. going on with this? More importantly, what is the reaction? Everybody's like super sad about Cardi announcing that she's no longer. Like, even the way you said it was somber, like the transition, because it is people. I've seen people in the comments like, like, no, I wanted better for them. Like, I was like, am I missing something? Girl, <laughs> I don't know. Something like, what am I missing? Like, he is not right. Jesus. Our loyal <laughs> podcast members. Y'all already know what it is. Who <laughs> listened to the earlier podcast on the Vegas episode? Um, you know, all these rappers, all these celebrities, I'm not going to say all of them, but a good majority of them. It's hard to be faithful and you're just a regular man making regular money. Broke. <laughs> Broke, man. Broke. If you're a super rich and famous man, it's damn near impossible not to cheat, you know? And I think, uh, if this is legit, because some people are saying it's, it's a publicity stunt because he has an album coming out and they said she was way too calm when she announced it and they were just together last week, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It could be, it could not be. Either way, I feel like, I don't know if you saw the messages that just came out with him on FaceTime with Cuban Doll and like asking. So one of these little rappers, Cuban Doll, she, her one of her friends leaked some messages uh offset was facetiming her and asked if you know they would fly out he would fly them out to have a threesome her friend and cuban doll with him and what's hilarious about that is because it totally validates my fucking vegas story my story time about vegas and i told y'all he took two his he nodded for two hispanic young ladies to go back with him and it's just like this is probably what he prefers like this is like his normal night that's just a normal night he wants to have a threesome like every night or every week shit and he's making it happen so and I'm just like wow it's just it's yeah everything that you do in the dark is eventually gonna come in light well here's the thing (laughs) even with that yes that is very true what you do in the dark will come to light but let's be real. I can't say that he has been trying to have this shit in the damn dark. You know, I'm sure that she <laughs> heard 
millions of things. Think about the stuff that makes it in publicity, but think about the stuff that doesn't, that still gets to her. Like, you know, I just think that she knew. She's way too bothered. She's way too bothered. And I think she's tried to, um, I think she's just come to the realization like, oh my God, like this is like, for whatever, for some people, for some women, the first or two incidents would have been enough. But Mm -hmm. for her, I think that, you know, it's just at the point where it's like, you know what, like, I cannot, I am not okay with this. Like, I'm, I'm not, I thought, I thought you were going to change or maybe we had some kind of understanding, but regardless. I think what it is, is that he kind of crossed the line when the Cuban doll shit came out because Cuban doll, like Cardi was low key cool with Cuban doll. Like she performed at like, I think she was there, either she was there or she performed at like her little fashion Nova event. But they're basically saying like, it was like, damn, you making me look stupid because I'm hanging out with these bitches that you're trying to get with or did fuck, you know? So I don't know. That may be where the industry line was crossed because it's one thing to have sex with a groupie or whatever, have sex with a nobody. But when you start to give a hand and sex with people and other people in the industry, like that's, I think that's where they'd be like, okay, this is crossing a line because now it's our people, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. The elite. like they, they stay within their own, like, right. They really do. So. But yeah, I don't get what I, that, that messed me up when I was watching the real, you know, like the concept of marriage in, you know, two people that have a baby and they're married and they're together. Yes. I mean, you would obviously want, the best for them and the idea of them to be able to work whatever it is they're going throughout so they can stay together. That concept I agree with. However, if we look at the context of these two individuals, meaning they're in the spotlight, meaning, you know, they are famous, meaning they're very immature, they're young. Um, and outside of that, all of the publicity, um, allegations and incidents that have, come to light surrounding their relationship what is there to want to work out within them like I don't get it like I'm when I heard it I was like about time you know like I feel like she can do better and I feel like he needs to live his life and do what he needs to do as a single man and they need to just be friends and have the create the best parenting co-parenting situation for their daughter but together in this marriage, I just think it's too much for both of them to to be successful within that. Yeah, I don't even know. I really don't know. Anything could be up with them because they just seem so weird to me. Like the way they move is just, I don't know. The whole thing could be a publicity stunt. Like the whole thing, like the whole marriage, the whole, because it seems like it was like an elevation of both of them, really. Like them getting together just worked out in both of their favor. Like, it rose both of their careers for a good year. And I feel like they were trying to make, like, this whole Jay-Z and Beyonce thing, like, hip-hop, you know, way, in a hip-hop way. And now that's what Quavo's trying to do with that girl, Sweetie. It's like, they figured out the formula. Like, that's what they're trying to do. I feel like people are trying to pair up now. Even if it's just in the camera's eye, you know, even think about, like, when Rihanna and Drake were together, when, when Rihanna and Chris Brown were together, it's like they all elevated, they all rose. Like, that's when you hit it (laughs) 
I don't know. You hit it from both sides. Like she gets his fan base. He gets her fan base. I don't know. It just seems real contractual. Even how they did the proposal um, in front of everyone, but then they, but then supposedly they were already married. It's just, everything's been real fishy and weird with them. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh-huh. It, 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 it just, I'm, I'm, I won't Anything say that. Possible. I Anything's possible. <laughs> I wasn't, I'm not going to say I was happy about the news, but I just really wasn't sad about it either. I wasn't even shocked or surprised. I was just like, this I was girl like, has clearly been unhappy for months. If y'all can't tell us she's been unhappy, no happy married woman with a newborn baby is going to run up on Nicki Minaj at the motherfucking gala, wherever they were at. Like, she was miserable for all these fucking months. She's taking care of this baby. She thought it was going to keep her man around. It didn't. And she's miserable. Like, it's unfortunate. But that's the other side of it. She's catching all the cases, all the charges over this, and over this one person that could just be like, that's where I would cross the line. Like, I'm not building my record in jail time. And speaking of that case, she didn't show up. And I think the the judge, like, granted her till next Friday to show up. And so if she doesn't, then she'll get the bench warrant. But I'm sure she'll show up now. Um, But yeah, she better show up for that case in New York. Cause they don't play in New York. They trying to lock all y'all celebrities up. So sad. <laughs> it's just so sad, man. It's so sad. I'm just like these people. I mean, I just feel like relationships are at an all time. I feel like we're moving more away from the concept of marriage. Like, yes, people still get married. People still believe in it. People still, you know, uphold it, whatever. But I feel like, this generation of people we're like creating these new uh i don't know i feel like we are going to move further and further away from yeah. the concept of I mean, it's been like that for real if you think about like when i think about my grandparents generation everyone was married everybody was married by the time they was like 25 or whatever and then if something went down with you and your husband you whatever you doesn't matter you stay your ass in that house forever like Jada Pinkett and Will Smith, you do what you want to do on that wing. I'm going to do what I want to do on this wing because we we dying in this bitch together. So, like, that's the older generation, the older mentality. But right. when I think about the generation after that, like my mom's generation, you know, she was a single parent. Um, her and my dad didn't stay together for longer than two years after I was a baby. Um, you know, all my aunts and stuff, they're not married. So it's just like, it's just moving further and further from that now. Um, I don't really know too many married people, not too many married people my age, like uh, the ones I did know that were married, they've, they're divorced now, you know, but they were married younger. Um, yeah, so I feel like it is just moving away. It's just a natural progression. People don't see it like that's even a priority anymore. It's more so just like, do we love each other? Do we want to move in together and have a baby? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to say nothing's wrong with that. It's everyone's life. I mean, it's different, you know, nowadays. People were so ruled by the church back then, and now that's not so much, you know? So mm-hmm. it makes sense. You're right. I agree. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see, you know, in 10 years, my son and his his idea of what he wants to do with that, um, mm-hmm. you know? my biggest thing is just respect, you know, just respect, you know, don't be out here moving 
grimy because people are out here women are crazy men are crazy crazy people crazy and you just want to make sure I don't want nothing crazy coming my way like I swear that's why sometimes like I don't even be tripping about being single like I'm gonna be with the person I'm meant to be with when I'm meant to be with them because I don't want no drama I don't want no crazy shit (laughs) at all like folks are fucking crazy they are crazy (laughs) they are crazy especially about that commitment type stuff and you know? Yeah. You got to really make sure you are with the right person and really know somebody. Like I'm not trying to rush into nothing. I really do want to know someone and like on a friendship level, because if you can't be friends with somebody and really fuck with them and know them, then the lust will always like fade away, you know, like, but I also feel like that lust is not going to stay the same. But I also feel like for a lot of people, they know, like, I feel like you know who you're dealing with. Yeah, that's true. You and know you're dealing with crazy sometimes. A lot of times, for whatever your reasons are, you end up staying in situations, one, because you're believing them, like, you know, yeah. I'm change, okay, my bad, slap on the wrist, I won't do that again. You're like, okay, cool, and then it happens again. you like, really, okay, I'm gonna I'm move my shit out. Then you move back in, don't do that. Like, I feel like, people know I feel like people really do be knowing who they yeah. deal with but for whatever yeah. reasons they allow themselves to continue on with the bullshit mm-hmm. and you know and at that point I feel like okay that's more of a you problem than it is a them yeah. problem because and then know, once, once once you do get out sometimes or try to get out it's too late because this motherfucker right. you in real deep and now they're gonna like kill you if you try to leave yeah like, I know a lot of instances of people getting killed because they try to leave. Killed or there's this hierarchy of like, you know, you've got, you didn't had four kids with them or, you know, there's these things where it's like, you know, the, that person probably makes more and they've po- positioned you to where you don't necessarily have the means or the know with all to like now get out here because this person's always taken care of. That's why it is so important for, I feel like women, especially to make sure that even if you're in a position where you don't have to work or you don't have to assume or do things, um, as much because you do have someone who's able to provide, it's always important to make sure you do have that education. You do have, you know, that business that you wanted to start or you, you know, you have something to fall back on because it is a mother to try to like you know, after you've been with somebody 20 years to get out here and now you got to start all over and you're like, oh my God, what is this? What is this? What is this? Like, yeah, you know, like there's you better have a rainy day fund if you're not working. A rainy day fund? <laughs> you better yeah. be saving some money. Putting the all that, money but you know, some men are just like that when it comes to like T.I. and Tiny. They're very much like that. You know, he don't want her to work. He don't want her to no. do nothing. You know, like he didn't like when he was, um, she got back in the group escape like that. That's why he didn't show up to some of the concerts. Cause he's like, okay, what are you going to do with these babies? What do you know when they got all this money, they can afford a nanny. Not saying yeah. she's going to keep the baby with the nannies, but he was she like, just, uh-huh. tiny's just a hopeless cause. Like, I don't even want to talk about them. She's so- well, I'm just saying there's tons of women that are like that though, where you yeah. just allowed and she never started out that way though. She was the one that put him on. Like she helped him get to where he wanted to be. And now she's this person where she probably doesn't even recognize who she is. Hell no. Like literally and figuratively, because she don't look nothing the same. She changed her <laughs> eye color. Her whole face is distorted. And I'm sure she doesn't know who she is taking this shit from T.I. who wasn't shit when she was a superstar. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
couldn't be me. That's just crazy. Yeah. So just don't lose yourself, ladies. I know it's hard when life happens and you have kids and all kinds of things, but just try to make sure you, cause self-care. Yeah. And don't be with people that are fucking crazy. Yeah. Like don't, and don't underestimate a crazy motherfucker because they're crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Believe who they are the first time. Facts. Believe (laughs) that shit. Like my first year that I moved out to LA what was it? 2015? Yeah, I moved to LA in 2015. So my first year here, um, I had gotten word back that this girl I went to, who like lived in my hometown, like her boyfriend had uh, killed her in the Target parking lot. Um, Shot her in the Target parking lot. And she used to be like on the dance team. We weren't like close or anything. She was a few years younger than me, but it's just crazy. Like I live in a very safe suburban area and um, it's just, I've been to that Target a million times my whole life growing up. And he, you know, she had broken up with him and you know, she, all her friends said he was really controlling. He always like questioned where she was going, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they were probably like, you know, 24, 25 or whatever. And she met him in college. They stayed together throughout, broken up, gotten back together multiple times. And, but she had finally broken up with him. Like I'm done. Um, he wanted to meet up with her and he just claimed he needed to closure and that was it. And she was like, we can meet up, but not at my place, but not at my house. So that was the first sign. She already didn't even feel comfortable with him coming or meeting her like in a private place, she needed to meet with him in a, in a public location, you know? And that's the sign that you don't even feel safe around this person. Um, so she met up with him in the parking lot and they were in the car talking and she, they had an argument. She walked out, getting off the car and he shot her like two times in the back. And she died in that parking lot, like with, um, pedestrians or nearby shoppers, like ran to be with her and called the ambulance. But he, he ended up like speeding off and wrecking his truck and um you know they they did catch him thank god but i think he was trying to like plead insanity or some shit i don't really know what happened i didn't follow it through but it's just sad man it's just crazy and i'm just like those situations happen where the guy ends up then killing himself too yeah which he may have because he got into an accident right after like he could have intentionally tried to end it all you know I think the sick part is like you kill me and my thing is just kill yourself how about you just take you yeah just fucking leave like you just take somebody take you oh my god you know? that is the most scariest feeling like I just couldn't imagine like I know, I know like two instances where the girls were pregnant one was pregnant and the other one had just had a baby and one guy killed shot her so obviously the baby no the baby actually survived but now it's going to be born into the situation where they don't have parents then another uh, a couple he shot her and then he shot himself but they had just had a baby same situation the baby is going to grow up without parents like ugh, i'm just it just it's just crazy yeah yeah so a lot and- of times they're the ones doing the things that they don't need to be doing but they're pointing it around on you like yep. what do you do? that's oh that is like facts yep time. yeah and the thought of what they're doing that thinking that you may be doing that they can't handle that Mm-mm. so so yeah it's a crazy world we live in crazy crazy world y'all stay prayed believe up the signs yes <laughs> believe the signs reach out to us if you need to email us do something yeah and if you have <laughs> if a you need story to talk that to. you have survived if you have a story that you survived email us bct uh black coffee and t 312 at gmail.com 
and share mm-hmm. with us that story. So DM us at BCT podcast on Instagram. Yeah, just that'd be the main problem. It feels like a lot of these um, survivors or unfortunately not survivors of domestic violence, they don't have no one to talk to because their family have all turned against them already. So it's like now they feel like they can't even come to them with the bullshit because their family didn't hurt it a million and 10 times. So they're not even taking them seriously anymore. Like, you know, unfortunately. Well, because what happens is, is that this has been my experience myself. I end up bashing my dude to my family. Like, oh my God, I can't believe he did it. We make up. My family yeah. now hates him, but I'm going back to him. So yeah. it's like, it's not their fault that they dislike yeah. him. It's yeah. the fact that you've shared with us all these stories and you continue to go back to him and you want us to like him? No, fuck that. So they know they can't go back to tell them because their family's like, no, if you deal with him, that is your problem, which shouldn't necessarily be the case because even with my yeah. friends, even with my friends, I tell them all the time, I don't care how fucked up this individual is. I know that I can tell you to leave him all day, but if you choose to stay with him, continue to tell me because yeah. I don't care if you tell me the same story over and over again. Like I'm never going to turn my back on you. Like I don't want her to, I don't want my friends to ever feel like, you know, I can't even go to her. Like mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, if you decide to stay with him, I'm going to tell you, okay, he's fucked up. Like I'm going to tell you that. But if you decide to stay, I'm not going to be like, girl, I don't even want to hear about it no more. Like I yeah. just, I, it's too dangerous out here. It's way too mm-hmm. dangerous. I need to know what he just did so that way, if something happened to you, I'd be like, well, she, the last thing she told me was yesterday she was going to be at. Yep. I need Facts. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's crazy, crazy. What else is going on in this crazy world? Um, I feel like there's so much. Shout out to George Bush. Um, oh, no, we were just talking about him on our last episode and then rest in peace yeah rest in peace george bush, bush senior. senior he was a senior right yeah he was a senior um and i just thought that the clip of bush <laughs> that piece of candy it was just the cutest thing it like, was but we were just saying how he's likable like even though he was a bad president he was likable. He's a terrible president terrible <laughs> but as a human like as just a person he's a good he's a good guy you know i i'm not mad at him like he's funny and um he loves he the hell michelle he loves the hell out of michelle obama better mm-hmm. watch out okay the finest first lady he ever saw michelle okay girl he might some honey and melanin with no sugar, no cream, okay? Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. I am here for it. Exactly. All the way. So yeah, that was, that was a good, that was a good moment today for me. I was like, oh, look at that. That's Mm -hmm. cute. Yeah. Just to show that even in grief, you know, people can find light within that. I mean, he was there for his dad's funeral, let's be honest. And he thought about, well, he probably already had candy in his pants, but he probably was like, oh, I'm about to, you know, let me, just the thought of him being like, I'm about to walk up to Michelle. Let me go ahead and give her. He was like, hi, Trump. Hi, Melania. You know, Obama. And then he was like, Michelle. Like, see you. Got some for you. Got you. Sugar. <laughs> girl, I got you, girl. <laughs> oh, the cutest. Uh, so, um, yeah. so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. What do you think about the Winnie Harlow situation? People are really, like, hating this chick. Winnie because- Harlow. Winnie Harlow, she's the model with the spots. 
Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. She was on America's Vitiligo, Top the Model. Yeah, the Vitiligo, Vitiligo. Vitiligo. Um, yes. So essentially, basically what happened. She's with Wiz Khalifa, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. She was on what was happened. What ha- watch what happened live. Watch what happens live with the Andy Cohen and on Bravo. And she was asked about, you know, America's Next Top Model and what it's done for her career. And um, she just basically said that, you know, she felt as though um, it really didn't do much for her career at all. Um, Because one, it was a reality show. And after she left the show, um, she realized that a lot of people looked at reality shows in a negative light. So they would not work with her. Um, She basically gave credit to a photographer that reached out to her after the show and shot, um, did a photo shoot that went viral and it became this huge thing with editorials and, you know, all these, it went on to do these great things, which propelled her career forward. Um, and you know, when Tyra was on the same show, watch what happens, uh, live with Andy, it came up again and Tyra was just like, well, I mean, I found her on Instagram and you know we all know her (laughs) like she she didn't Tyra's response was not a bitch like she actually was really sweet about it she was like you know all of these girls are my babies she was like they're all my babies and um they all go through different walks of life um and I will not share her particular story but you know I'll I'll let her I'll you know give her that privacy but I thought that was a little bit of shade in there like oh bitch what what did Winnie go through you know like let you know like you know poor baby she's been through a lot but I won't share those details Mm -hmm. um and then Eva who actually won America's Next Top Model was on the same show watch what happens live and she was just over it she was like you know Tyra actually took a chance like say what you want but you know like don't bite the hand that feeds you you know, like she was on the show and we now know her and, you know, it is what it is. But the whole, like, I'm not going to give the show any credit, da, 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 She thought it was whack. So the internet has basically been attacking Winnie saying like, you know, she's not cute. The only, the only reason why, you know, she's as far as she is because she has those spots. I've um, heard that a bunch of times about her. Girl, they Before are- Before this whole interview thing, I heard it too. But, they are going um, in on Winnie. Yeah, she's not the most likable person because I actually did catch some of that season. Um, and that was like the last one I saw and that was probably like four or five years ago, but she wasn't likable. Like they, they made her to be like the bitch on the show or something like that. Um, I don't know if that's really her real character, but then her having an interview like that is like, regardless- of what Tyra did or did not do for you. Um, you got to take everything. You got to take the fact that first of all, you're not even from America, you know, you're from Canada. So America's a huge market mm-hmm. and that definitely opened doors for you regardless, because maybe that photographer wouldn't even work with you had you not have been on America's Next Top Model. That's a lot of people, you know, like you got to think about everything that you've been through. It makes you where you are right now like every single thing the good the bad the ugly everything equates to where you've been through but I think that just goes to show like she's not too mature she's only like 24 25 or something she's super young she was on that show when she was 18 or 19 um so a teenager and just 
in playing devil's advocate, I have heard a lot of past America's Next Top Model winners and um, people that were just contestants say that like, it's not really what it seems to be. And like some of those models, they didn't get the prizes. Like they didn't get the money from the shoots or the ads that they were in, that they were supposed to be getting money from. They never got it. Um, and the very first America's Next Top Model, I think her name's Adrian. She ended up suing Tyra because she never got the contract. She never got the $100,000 contract or none of that. And she had already um, shot some stuff. She was supposed to get $5,000 royalty checks. She didn't get that. So there has been some, a lot of other people who feel like Winnie, basically that the show kind of just like ripped them off a little bit. But regardless, you wouldn't be a, a household name, semi-household name, if you had not been on that show. So that's, that's just about gratitude. But you don't really, you don't really appreciate shit until you get older. That's just how I feel. Like, yeah. I mean, I've, I've always been appreciative, but I don't think I've really fully understood the scope of like my life until I was like in my late twenties, like, damn, right. a lot of people sacrifice shit for me and just, you know, just yeah. being grateful, you know, like you don't even see that shit when you're just young and out here in these yeah. streets. <laughs> and it's not necessarily, and I think honestly, if she had just repositioned how she, what she was trying to say on the show, I think it would have been different. It would have been received different. Cause again, I'm a firm believer. It's not always what you say, but it's how you say, how it. You say it. And you know, I playing devil's advocate, I can totally understand or identify what she was trying to say. Well, really what she did say. And yeah. she was basically trying to say that, you know, I'm trying to give little girls that are looking up to me, you know, a heads up that look, you know, going to America's next top model does not guarantee that you're going to make it to this big superstardom thing, you know, yeah. um, which is a valid point. She's mm -hmm. entitled that way. And it's very, like I said, it's very valid to, to, to say that, you know, mm -hmm. but to just be like, well, the show didn't do anything for me. And I, I did this and the photographer, I give all the credits to the photographer, you know, I just think it could have been worded differently. So. Yeah, that was a mess, but she just seems very full of herself. So. Yeah, I've never even paid her really much attention. Again, I, you know, she, I know she had the vitiligo and, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, of course I was like, oh, I was like, she's got, you know, the spots. I was like, so I was like, she's, she's a cute girl. Like I just saw her more yeah. and I was like, oh, she's cute. You and know, she, they got into that a bit on the show that like, she does that as a defense mechanism because, you know, she grew up with that disease. So she was always being made fun of. She was always being called names. And so you have to build like this exterior wall, yeah. like I'm the shit and I don't give a fuck what you say about me in right. order to like make it through life, you know? Right. So I see all sides of that. I don't really, I don't really blame her for that. Like nobody right. knows what it's like to grow up like that, but it's just amazing that she did um, basically <laughs> she's showing all those people that she is the shit you know regardless like they would have never all those kids who made fun of her would have never thought that she would grow up to be a model victoria's right. secret Absolutely. like number one model like what so that's amazing that you know anything anything is possible wish i had my shot of hennessy up here but if anything oh. is possible um, um, urban <laughs> you do it more urban do you know that song? where was that from can you do it more urban like shanane <laughs> no, no no that's so it's from carmen the musical 
with Beyonce. That is my shit. Like, I still watch that movie like once a year. I wish I still had that movie. Oh my god! I, I just watched it on like the internet, but yeah, I was I probably should stream it. Those uh, yes. I've been feeling so nostalgic lately. I've been watching all these old shows and I'm like, oh shit, I remember this. But it's like me watching it now and not being a, a kid. It's like, damn, I'm I'm picking up messages I didn't even know existed in Girl, this fucking show. About, Girl, that's how I feel about music, them songs. I was like, what? And then as you get older, you done been through a little bit of shit. You listen to that same song. You be like... Damn, I feel that shit because you didn't go through nothing when you were really <laughs> when you was younger. You know what I'm saying? But now you like, okay, I see, like I feel this. Like, hell yeah, you know? So do you, do you remember the show um Soul Food that had yeah. came out after after the, the movie. movie? And it was huge. It was like a big, it was like a black phenomenon. It was like a black real life type of family show for a minute. Everybody was watching it and getting showtime to watch it and it was it was real but I just watched some of it on YouTube and um I don't know what made me want to watch it because I had saw like an interview with um Nicole Ari Boris and they were just talking about like how they had basically they had did all those sex scenes and shit on there for two years and they weren't dating she was married to somebody else Oh, wow. I yes, I didn't know that. Like, I just was like, oh, they met on the show, fell in love, right. day one. Oh. Because they had chemistry. Like, they, was, they were like a good-looking couple on that show. They were. And watching it back, I was like, damn. Like, this, this <laughs> was real. This is like a real show. Like, I shouldn't have been watching this as a kid. Girl. Um, they had, like, a lot of sex scenes and shit. That's not um, fun to tell. Like, when that show, when that movie came out, I was watching with my mom and then. <laughs> Like this. Do you remember your parents used to fake try to put their hand in front of you? Yeah, face? But you can see, like, you can still see through the crack. Stop it, girl! All them shows and Waiting to Exhale is my movie. Like I can really. Yes, like- I just feel like we don't have stuff like that anymore. We don't have our generation. We don't have movies and stuff like that. We don't have black shows. Girl, Everything is like recreate. reality. Our generation is trying to just recreate the same shit, and I see why shit out now sucks. But you can't recreate the mo- to me. You can't recreate. You can't. You can't. Like, that's like trying to recreate reboot Martin. Like yeah, you can Martin. recreate some things, but not all things. Like I love the Cinderella recreation with Brandy and Whitney Houston. <laughs> that's an epic moment in my black life. So yeah. thank God for that recreation. You know, there are some things that I stand behind, but yeah. others. It's like y'all are beating dead horses at this point. But I feel like also that's like a fairy tale. Like that's not like a like a like they didn't create that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they yes, didn't, Disney did create that. No, what I'm saying is still like a fairy tale though. Like it's a uh, like you for me. I like I could see the Lion King in 20 different versions. Like I've seen it from the Broadway. I've seen it from um, a, a, a cartoon movie. I've seen it as a series. I've seen it. I'll be seeing it as like a what do you call it movie. Um, I mean, I guess that's admissible because it's a children's flick because it's directed towards kids. Maybe we don't have a problem with people recreating things for children. But, but I do love the Cinderella. I'm just saying, like, I feel I, like things like that. You, it's. I would love to continue because that's movie. a movie. That's someone's creation. Yeah. The Lion Queen is a movie that was created in the '90s, and for them yeah. to recreate it over and over again. Exactly. Exactly. That's them redoing it with different voices, different people. Right. 
No, you're right. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I, I agree. It still was created. I just feel like um and I, I would never know who was Lion King fan, but I can't wait to see that Lion King. <laughs> that new uh, Lion King was my movie. I liked it. I was I was just never a, a huge cartoon fan. Me neither, but I love the Lion King and I love Beauty and the Beast. Those are my two favorite. Mm-hmm. I just love the music. And I know if Beyonce is going to be in it, I'm sure she's doing voiceovers. So I'm trying to hear the music. I want to know if they're going to amp it up. She played uh, Nala. Roll it out. I think there was a, yeah, she played um, in the remake of Lion King. She was Nala. Yeah, so, so she redid the songs and everything. She's going to be it again, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. that, that is going to break box office everything. It's going to be bigger than Black Panther Watch. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. Everybody's hype about that. I love, yeah, I mean, I just love good, mo- I love good content. I love mm-hmm. good content, but I also like creativity. And I yeah. like things that are relatable and I can identify with, whether it's fiction, not like whether, you know what I mean? I could just, I can relate to, mm-hmm. um, it is, but the thing that makes it the bomb to me is good acting, like good characters, character development, all of that, like. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. Have you seen, have you watched Game of Thrones? I know you don't like. Girl, I have not. I've seen like one or two episodes with um, like my ex. I watched like a few episodes, but I never fully watched an episode knowing what was happening. Sure. And um, I don't know. I'm not really one for like medieval times and stuff, but it's like, everyone says it's so great. So I'm sure I will watch it on a very bored. Once you, once you, I'm going to be honest, the first, once I got past, like, the first two episodes, think, like, I was good, but, like, for the first two, I was kind of, like, there was some stuff that happened within the first two, like, towards the end of the first one, and the, obviously, where I was, like, oh, shit, I was, like, mm-hmm. did I just see that? But for that really first season, it's just so good, I can't even, I, like, I, can't, I can't take too much of uh, th- thine father and thine son, the, the king, the king and the dragon and the the sword and but it's but it's the story but it's the storyline if you could just get past the story if you could just get into the storyline and watch the characters and who the characters are i'm telling you whitney because think about and there's no black people in it is there no because we was like in africa back then like you know i just can't there is, there is towards the, um, towards like the sixth or fifth or sixth season, there's black people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good. Like, it's so, I just, it's good. And none of these characters are even from America. Like, these are like nobody characters that are now the bomb. I'm like looking up, because I'm thinking these are characters from America that are just like transforming their voices to. Are you, say, are you mean characters or actors? You're talking about actors. Actors, I'm sorry. Not characters, okay. Right. So I'm thinking that they're just, you know, recreating their voices or, you know, playing on these accents. No, these people are really from over yonder. They're all from New Zealand and Australia. And (laughs) it's so good, Whitney. It's so good. I thought that's what took me eight years to not watch it because I was like, I cannot, like, Harriet, go get father. Father's ill. It's all of that. It's all of that. That. Game of Thrones, and the thing about Game oh, of Thrones... Oh, God, it's like a long-ass play, but I know it's so great. Listen, the thing about Game of Thrones is, the thing that I really, really enjoy is that you know how you watch a show or a series, and you're like, they can't kill him. Like, 
I don't care if this guy is like bondaged up and it looks like like ghosts in power. It's like if they kill ghosts, like there's no show. Like there's no way you can kill him. Ghost gets motherfucking killed in season one. Like peep, like you cannot get attached to any character. You will have your heart broken time and time and time and time again. Yeah. Somehow the show gets better because That's like Grey's Anatomy. Like, how many more characters can y'all kill off? It is, but for me with Grey's Anatomy, though, I kind of like lost interest. Like to at like at like the fifth or sixth season, it just became like this is too much. Like this, Ooh, the sixth season was banging. Whatever season that it was, was the and one. once they got to a plate, uh, playing, but crash, they killed off the, all the damn near all their main characters. Yeah. I just, I don't know, at some point, I just lost interest. Grey's Anatomy is a great show. It will forever be on air as long as they want it to be because it's so good. It's so good. Every, yeah. Their fans are loyal. But I I do enjoy Game of Thrones. Like, I can't express it. And this is the last season coming out. It's the last season. That's crazy. It doesn't seem, it doesn't, I would never think you would like that show. So it makes me want to be like, okay, I may may watch it because I can't ever see you watching it. I never thought I would watch it <laughs> ever in a million years. No. I still can't believe it. But as soon as I like got past like the third episode, third or fourth episode, like I'm telling you, I was like, I watched mm-hmm. all seven seasons yeah. and like It's good when you fall into shows and you're just so like shocked that you even like the show and you just become obsessed with it. That happened to me when I uh watched Breaking Bad because everyone was talking about Breaking Bad and I just randomly yeah. watched it and it's very yeah. old, I think. But um, it was so good. I watched it all in like four days. Yeah, I, did. <laughs> like I didn't sleep. So. They're coming out with, I think, a, um, either a movie of Breaking Bad. It's something they're about to come out with. See, with they don't Bad. need to mess with that. Well, they're going to. They, or they, <laughs> they don't need to mess with Breaking Bad. They already got a spinoff show. They have a spinoff show. So what else do you need? Mm, that was a good show. Whatever. Are you going to tune into that new Boomerang? Uh, I'm gonna tune in because you know why not. I'm gonna tune in too, and I I do think it's gonna be surprisingly good because The Shy is amazing, and I don't know if you watched The Shy, but The Shy is this. I love The Shy. It just yeah. came on last year. I think it's about to come on again in February. Okay. So the same creator of The Shy is doing Boomerang. So yeah, she's a very good writer. She's a good writer, and, you know, it is what it is. I'm not happy about it, but who cares? No, I feel like it's going to be very loosely based. I don't think it's going to be the same story. It's not. It's going to be all mm-hmm. new characters and stuff like that. But I feel like they just bought the name so that they can get some, like, viewers and shit. But I wonder if Eddie Murphy's going to make an appearance in it. No. That'd be funny. I thought it would be cool to see them, though, like, as older, like, I think it would be cool to do like a. I don't want to see them older. Not even a sequel, but just like something where. Continuous. Just like something for like a moment, just to see what happens. Like, I would love to see what happens to a lot of different shows. Like, you know, whatever happened to such and such and such, but everybody's so old and it can't happen. It kind of ruins it, you know? Died, you know? So it's kind of like you can't do that, but. It kind of ruins the the fantasy in your head of the show where yeah that's true it takes it too much into reality once you see them all grown up and and you waited so long to do it that was like what 20 years ago where this movie was came out so everybody you know if there was any time to do it it would have been closer to the time when it was like you know but now it's like it's just everybody's like they be grandparents they're working on a fucking martin reboot and i'm not for that 
you can't redo Martin. Like, and like uh, they said, Tommy's gone. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-mm. They're trying to reboot Clueless, which I think is retarded. I really don't care what they do with Clueless. That's not my shit. That's, I mean, I love Clueless, but even that show, maybe like the first season of that show was cool, but that show was whack. So. It's all. It's always whack when you try to redo dope shit. That Clueless was created mm-hmm. for a dope moment. Boomerang was created for a dope moment. Martin was created for a dope moment. Like it's. It was dope because of the time that it was in in the in the mm-hmm. space that it was in. Like to go back into that space, you can't go back into that space because you weren't that writer at that time. You can mm-hmm. create something totally new. Yeah. Or you can do like a sequel, like a sequel, like, like you said, a continuation. That's better than trying to remake. Recreate. Because, mm-hmm. because the scary part is if it doesn't land how you think it's going to land, ouch. Yeah. You fucked On up you. the legacy of some you good shit. fucked up the legacy. Because it's like, <laughs> why would you even touch it? Like, why, why would you? It was nothing was wrong with it. Like, let that be. Let that shit. Let me go back and be like, oh, I'm in a boomerang mood. Let's have a, you know, da da da. Did you, you heard about the Bad Boys 2? Bad Boys. Bad Boys 3, actually. It's not to be Bad Boys 3. I did. I'm actually here for that. Because I still <laughs> like uh, Will Smith. I did too. I, I like Will. Um, um, I'm here for it. I, I'm, I'm not really a Bad Boys. Um, I couldn't tell you if I even. I think I saw the first one. With, uh, but I didn't. I don't think I saw the second one. What? Was, with Gabrielle Union? That's crazy. Maybe I did. I don't, it's not, it wasn't nothing memorable, I guess is what I'm trying to say, for me. Wow, Bad Boys 2 was hilarious. Now, I need to go, I will go back and watch it, because back then I was probably in a different mind frame. I was, I was probably like, I don't want to watch this, but. I remember seeing that in the movie theaters, like, I was so young. Now, I remember seeing Men in Black type stuff, but even though I'm not a Men in Black person either. <laughs> I was like, oh, Men, Men in Black, Black over Bad Boys, but. But, okay. um, but yeah, I mean, I just wasn't. Now, I do want to see, um, I would like to see a continuance of Girlfriends, because I never got my closure. I, never I don't want to know continuance of Girlfriends, like. What? No. Yes, absolutely. I need to see what happened. I want Tony back, and they all could totally, they could kill it. But They Mar- could. I mean, I really don't think Joan, I mean, not Joan, but what's her name? Tracy Ellis Ross. I just feel like blackish doesn't do her justice i don't really like blackish like that i stopped watching it was good it still is a good show for those that watch it but for me i've enjoyed mm-hmm. it for like maybe the first season or second season but it's i don't know it's, i've only it's, seen a few episodes here or there i just it's not my cup of tea but and i feel like she's like forcing herself into something with blackish but with girlfriends it was so natural like she was joan you know <gasps> She is Joan. Isn't that right, Jim Bob? Yeah. I'm actually going to go back. That's going to be my next. So, like, once I finish Soul Food, I'm going to go back and watch all the girlfriends. Oh, mm-hmm. I have all of them. Because I watched all the game from the yeah. game. The game is so good. Oh, my God. The game is so good. I, let me tell you the reason why I can't go back and watch the game. Because it'll make me sad. It's so good. All the fuzzy, warm, nostalgic feelings when you watch it. And then you're like, where was I at when I was watching this 10 years ago? And you're like, oh, shit. I was going through some shit. I'm a nostalgic junkie. I am too, but certain <laughs> things bring back moments in time. And even though, like, I'm Nostalgia. over my ex, like, I'm over him. Aww. 
like we were the game like he was not a football player no but we were so like our relation like just Derwin and Melanie just how they interacted with each other and some of the things like girl he was not no Derwin but yeah y'all but he wasn't no Derwin no he wasn't a, he was not he was not a football player um, not even just a football player Derwin was such like a cheesy corny sweet guy like Darrington was sweet and corny are you kidding me girl Darrington was not corny he was corny Darrington was okay so he's for those that don't know he was hood okay he was like my first hood dude ever and um I don't know it just that show literally even people that know us they that was all some good fucking writing on. man they always called me and we would talk about, you know, shit with Melanie and Derwin and just how like she would act. And it just was a time that I was really going through some stuff and happy times and good stuff. But it would, it would take me back to that. And I just, you put me on that show every time I watched, especially that episode, because the first episode I seen was the one where (laughs) Melanie and Derwin, when Melanie cheated on, when Derwin cheated on Melanie and she found out or whatever and that yeah. was the first episode I seen I was like damn I gotta go back and watch all of these and yeah. you showed it to me so every time I watch that I just think about you and like yeah. us in college and shit yeah so funny yeah so I can't watch it again but well I have great memories of my younger years I don't know maybe I'm just I don't know even the bad stuff it's just like it was just a good time man it was just feel good times even when you were feeling bad you were really feeling it like you were living that shit like it was just you weren't worried about this you weren't worried about that you was just all in to what you were all into it was just you know Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful feeling I I love it (laughs) I'm glad that I I will say that I'm glad that I lived and I had um I had a great even my high school years like Middle school to high school were great. My college years were great. Yeah. After son, it was great. That's so much fun. Like, I'm, I would not, like, I have lived. Um, and it really is interesting when I'm, like, around some of my married friends now or friends that are just, you know, my age and maybe they're single. But they're like, <laughs> you know, I haven't really, you know, I think, like, you ain't what it, but I've also lived when I was in high school. Like, when I was 13, 14, I was, you know, out till four five o'clock in the morning had fake ids on kind of I put my mom through all kind of hell um so by the time I was in college you know the club was cool I was still clubbing but I just worn myself out in my earlier years but I say all that to say that like you know it's interesting to have conversations with other people that have not experienced or had experiences um where I would say that I would consider their heyday and now they're married and they're not miserable or anything like that, but it's just kind of like, that's all you know. Like, you don't know what true fun is. And that can mean fun for whatever, but you can tell they... Yeah. I was just having this conversation with one of my friends here, you know, in LA, and we were just like, it's so... I mean, some people are just so content. Like, they don't have to travel. They don't have to go after a dream job, or they don't... There's nothing that, like... It's like, I, I wish I was that content. I just... I'm not, you know, like I, I always want to do something, strive for something better or, or yeah. different or, but some people, no, they don't. They just want to come home every day, do their job, get their money, be with their family and retire and 
that's know? cool. God bless them. That's their yeah, choice. Cool. Nothing's wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't understand it. I mean, I don't get it either. But it's not for me to understand because that's not me. It's not. It's not for me to understand. It's, it's not really not. But it is interesting because you would think that, like, you know, on one hand, it's like, well, maybe they haven't had a taste. But some people, when they have a taste of the good life or a better, you know, what they consider a, a better life, it's kind of like, oh, that's too bougie. Mm-mm. No, I don't want that. I, y'all too rich for my blood. You yeah. know, it's still like a. I think next some people are just so afraid of what they don't know, so yeah. they just prefer to be with what they do know, and it's not for everybody, you know going after some shit you don't know the outcome it's not for everybody <laughs> everybody can't do that so yeah so but live your life people you only get one okay we get one that we know of i i actually know we get more lies but i can't i can't present y'all with no evidence so i'm gonna be quiet <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different podcast whole different podcast <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's been fun um always. always is it cold out there in nashville it is cold it's uh well yeah it's rainy and a little chilly here it's like 40 degrees on a regular day um, sorry you said what how many degrees about 40 degrees on a regular day 40 oh 40 40 fluctuates to about 50 um, we had a really good weekend, um, last weekend. I wasn't here. I was in Houston. Um, but it was like in the seventies. It was like si- high sixties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had packed all these sweaters. Nashville's was- really weird like that. I remember it's when weird. I was living there, it was, it was up and down. Like one day it could be hot and the next day it's like ice. That's why you <laughs> like gotta what? have a tank top on one side and a motherfucking sweater on the other. You just don't know. Just prepare for both. You know, have one arm out and have the other one in at this point because you just don't right. know. Don't know. I just, man, I can't do these winters. Like I, when I was in Georgia for Thanksgiving, it got really lo- a cold one night. It was like thirty something degrees when we were going to the airport, and I was just like, I can't do this shit. Like I just, I don't even know how I lived in that for so long. Like I just don't even. Like it hurts my face. Like it literally is like uncomfortable to the point where you can't focus right. You angry, you're irritable. Like it affects your mood. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Rain. Well, everybody be out here in LA. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> look at the sky. I'm no. high. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares if we sit in traffic all day? We yeah. don't have nothing to do. Yeah. California. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what i said when are y'all supposed to fall off the face of the earth you know how cal they keep saying california is gonna wash away i don't know and it disturbs me it, it truly disturbs me when people that i know say stuff like that to me knowing that i live here so it makes me feel like do you want some shit to happen to me Girl, no, 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 no. Why is that? No, but it does scare me though when I when I hear stuff like that and I keep hearing like, well, California is. I mean, obviously, it's gonna be a long, gradual process from what they say that would happen about California. But I guess I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> I mean, I've heard that a few times. Or have you heard you're that? gonna like, separate. Yeah. I haven't heard fall off the face of the earth, but I've heard separate, separate, 
from a like in your own island like become an island nope they said it's gonna go away and where would it go the notion i guess i mean oh no i don't know how that type of stuff works i don't know how the world works we may all not be here tomorrow but i was just saying like california is always just has been that you know oh it's california you know they're california california this is gonna happen in california it's like yeah i think what people like fail to realize with california is that it's so large so it's yeah. like an entire coast so it's yeah. like if we were to say california in comparison to the east coast we would name 14 states you know yeah. but we're naming just california and it takes up the span of what would take up 14 to 16 states on the east coast that's so right. i think that's why pe- people don't really understand that and um it's actually was on the ballot this year to separate california into three different states because it's that fucking large i heard that but it didn't get passed or whatever it never went through but um yeah they were trying to do like northern southern and you know central california Mm -hmm. but um yeah it's just huge you know and so it's like people do be worried and like oh my god are you okay are you by and i'm like no i haven't even heard about it like you heard about it before i did (laughs) we had we're chilling in Santa Monica. Like I have no clue what's happening in the Valley because it's just that far away. It's just like, you know, but have you experienced an earthquake? Have you felt I one? felt my first earthquake, like, I want to say like a lot, not even a full year ago, maybe, but it was, the, it was the weirdest feeling. It was so weird. I kind of, cause I was like dozing off going to sleep mm-hmm. and I had a neighbor who drove a really big truck at that time. So I, I slick for an instant thought it was his truck just like rumbling the house for some reason. Cause I was just like in delirium about to fall, fall asleep. And then it occurred to me that bitch you in California, it's like earthquake. So I kind of just like set up in bed and it was just like, it's just a weird feeling because it's nothing you can do because your whole foundation is moving. So it's just like, it's, it's literally like you can't do anything. I, I feel like the best thing you, you should do in an earthquake is just kind of like see, you're supposed to get like in a doorway, but to me, just to even move is just like too much. Like I wouldn't even want to move while shit is shaking. Um, but it, it only lasted a few seconds, but it's definitely like a scary ass feeling. Oh my gosh. I, well, the first time I yeah. visited California, apparently there was like a category seven earthquake. It was like a high, maybe a five. It was a high number. And I slept through it. And yeah, I remember- A lot of people slept. I, I didn't feel it. I just remember waking mm-hmm. up. We went, we went with like the church. And I remember waking up and then everybody was like, oh my God, did you guys, you know, and then I turned on the news and it was like, oh my God, the earthquake. And I was thinking like, why did I, I was knocked out. Like what the, I wanted to feel that. Like not really. I was young. I mean, going to California my first time. I was so young. Mm-hmm. The fact is, is that it was like, how freaky is that? My first time going to California, it was a high level grade earthquake and I slept through it. Yeah. It's crazy. It, I think I slept through one like a few years ago. It wasn't that large, but people felt it. I didn't cause I was asleep. So the one that just happened, like, about eight months ago that was the first one I felt but um yeah it's great it's just such a fucking weird feeling and um there was actually one in Maryland before I moved but I wasn't there I was in Miami so I didn't even feel it <laughs> but all my friends and my family felt it so I'm like that shit could happen anywhere oh my god that's why I don't be tripping about where I am like 
I'm so grateful that I like traveled when I was younger and I, I know how to live away from my home and my family because I don't really carry around like a fear with me anymore. Cause what's going to happen is going to happen and shit can happen when you up the street from your mama's house with 20 cousins around you. So it can happen anywhere at any time. Yeah. I'm one of those people. I have to be around my family. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't know unless you try, unless you moved somewhere on your own, like you would never know what you could do or what you had to do, you know, I if mean, you haven't really, tested yourself to do that. So it's, it's not, the same thing to say people, um, how we said people don't live and have fun, but it's like, they don't know what they're missing. They don't know because they never tried or they haven't done it. So it's like the same, like, you don't know what you could do. You don't know what you could do, but I, done it. I, I wouldn't enjoy, I, I just, I'm a family person. Like, so it's not to say yeah. that I wouldn't drive. I'm a family person. I love my mom. My mom is like my best friend. I'm such a family person. I love my family unconditionally. And like my first six months when I went to Tennessee State with you, I cried and I was miserable. Like I wanted to come home. Like it was weird. It was like yeah. a culture shock. I was homesick. And had I dropped out, who knows where I'd be today. But I just forced myself to stay, you know, and it became like the new normal. Yeah, I definitely think people can adapt and adjust. And like I said, it's not to say that I don't feel like I could thrive in in an area where I'm away from my family. But for my preference, like I want to stay around my family. Now, if it was a situation with like jobs to move, but like right now, I just don't have any reason to move. Um, And I want to be, and my family's already so, so small. Like it's literally contains five people. You know, it's just a small, we're super, super close. And you know, we do things and, you know, it's like, I don't want to have to take a flight. I don't want to have to like, I want to be able to get in the car, go see you, like chill, you know. Yeah. Um, I want to do those, those things too. Things. It's just those kinds of things. It's Very not- hard. I yeah. My dream is to be bi-coastal so I can be wherever I need to be when I need to be there. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely a sacrifice. It's definitely hard. Like if something happened to my mom and to know that like I would have to take a flight to get to her and she may not make it or something that freaks me out. Like that, that over consumes me. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. type of stuff. I can't even think about stuff like that. Like my mom, she can't wait for my ass to come home. Like yeah. Like, are you still in California? Like I can't. Yeah. Like she, sometimes yeah. she freaks, like sometimes she has panic attacks. And I'm like, mommy, I've been here for three years. I'm okay. It's okay. I just feel like as much as I want to be with my family, like, and I miss them so much. Like I miss being comfortable, but it's like, I know God wouldn't have put this in my heart and my spirit if it wasn't for a reason and a purpose. I have to be out here trying to chase some shit. So it is what it is. I feel like you're in the perfect, I feel like you're in the perfect place though. Like California, I feel like is you, you are California. It's weird. I felt like I've been here for a a long time, but I've just moved here about three years ago. I feel like it's supposed to be, I feel like you're just supposed to be there. Even if it's for this moment, then then you fly to New York because then you're supposed to be there. But I feel like California is like you. I do too. I feel like I'm going to start a home here. Like, I just feel like I'm going to put roots here. I see you flying your mom out to California. Like, if you have, like, not you know, like, oh, I'm going to move over here because I have the money. It's like, no, mom, I want you out here. Like, yeah, eventually she'll move out here. Because if I stay here, she'll move here. And if I have like a kid or something, she'll move here. Yeah. 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 I I told my sister and my brother-in-law, I was like, if y'all move, I'm moving. They're like, Mia, you're about to get married. I'm like, I don't care. We coming. (laughs) 
Oh shit. We are all packing our shit up and we motherfucking coming. Okay. They love me when I say that though. Cause like I said, they they're just so we're all so close. So Yeah, I couldn't see you away from them ever. No, I couldn't see myself away from them either. Mm-hmm. No. So. Yeah. Little Nashville fam. I gotta come oh. out there and visit y'all. You wouldn't recognize it, I'm telling you. Girl. The- it's a whole new vibe it's a whole new mood um traffic is crazy um it exhausts me thank god I work from home but like when I do have to get out in it it's just so exhausting it literally exhausts the fuck out of me yeah I think I was there like what two years ago it was right before you moved to see your house you were still in that apartment remember okay yeah so I can't what is it uh-huh two years because we haven't even been in this house two years it'll be two years in may yeah so it was almost about two years ago and even then it was like y'all had that popping little brunch spot i was like okay oh you know this looks like la yep 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 we got tons of places like that now tons some that i have never obviously a lot i've never been to but yes i'm gonna come out there soon because i oh i gotta talk to you about that actually i I forgot we was fucking doing a podcast (laughs) forgot i'm just that fast forgot see y'all this is real this is real conversation <laughs> i don't fucking forgot we was recording okay. yes so yeah awesome so until next time this has been amazing yes Great. y'all thank you so much for tuning in please please subscribe if you're not already subscribed yes we're trying to get on that hot picks list for podcasts. So leave us yeah. a review. Follow us on Facebook at Black Coffee and Tea Podcast. Yeah. Um, and Instagram at BCT Podcast. And the closer we get to that thousand subscribers, the closer you all get to a dope giveaway. So on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe, tell people about us. Um and just share, share with us your comments. We really want to hear your feedback. Like I said, good, bad, and different. We want to hear it. So we love y'all. Until next time. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the Black Coffee and Tea podcast available now on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And if you want to be a part of the BCT fam, make sure you follow us on Instagram at BCT Podcast. Until next time.